This is the Y'all Show. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition with your host, John Rawl. If you are got that umbrella out, you're ready to put it away. You're tired of hurricane, tropical storm, tropical depression barrier that we feel your pain. We're ready to get rid of the rain. This is the show all about the South. I'm John. We have got stories from across the South that you don't want to miss out on today on the Y'all Show. We've got strange news we've got happy news we've got sad news and much much more on the headlines of the south here on today's y'all show we'll even talk about the sec officials getting a chance to get on twitter for the first time and also a husband and wife married 71 years they died this week on the exact same day in waynesboro georgia we have that information coming up in our headlines across the south today then later this hour we'll have our southern political report we've got news really more business you want to combine business and politics well that's what happened at the white house on monday as president trump had this summit where he spotlighted american businesses and he had representatives from all 50 states come to the white house and we've got the list of all the southern businesses that were present monday for the ceremonies and kind of an exposition there of their businesses and we'll have that coming up in our southern political report plus we've got the latest poll numbers coming in on the democratic candidates for president how do they stack up the leaders at least against president trump we'll have that information plus some state politics to pass along in our southern political report in just a few minutes and then later this hour we're going to do something a little bit different today on monday in hoover alabama the sec media days kicked off and we've got plenty of audio to pass along throughout the entire week we're going to let you hear from every sec coach throughout the next four days and today we're going to have to split up some of the coaches okay so here later this hour we're going to go to some sec coaches and we'll hear first from barry odom of the missouri tigers his missouri team a much improved 2018 season but now they've had a quarterback right off to the professional ranks and they've got a transfer qb coming in from clemson kelly bryant and he was at hoover on monday we'll hear from barry odom coach of the mu tigers that will be coming up later this hour plus we'll also hear from the commissioner of the sec greg sankey as his speech on monday kind of kicked things off at hoover and we'll have that later this hour now when we get to hour two Midway through of Hour 2, we're going to hear from the head coach of the LSU Tigers, Coach O, Ed Orgeron, and we'll also hear from Florida head football coach Dan Mullen as our SEC Media Days coverage continues into the second hour. Plus, at the top of the second hour, we'll have Sports Lanyap. We've got information on various sports, including golf, getting ready for the Open Championship in Northern Ireland this week, and we'll let you know at the second hour our plans later in the week. We have something extra special planned to cover the Open Championship. We've got a reporter right now now on the ground in the uk to cover the open championship and we'll let you know about that when we get to that spot of hour two and then we've got other football news not necessarily sec media football but more about the other coaches and conferences in fact we've got some big 12 information to pass along as they got their media days started on monday and the Big 12. So all that coming up in our sports lanyap at the start of the second hour. And at the end of the second hour today, we're going to welcome back our friend Matt Hermans, the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, and the barrister lives right along the Gulf Coast. And we'll talk to him about Barry that hit the Gulf Coast this past weekend. How much damage, if any, did he have there in his part of the Gulf Coast? And we'll also talk about hurricane parties. And is it okay to have a hurricane party and do a little grilling out, or is that tacky? We'll have that conversation with our barbecue man, Matt Hermans, 
here on today's y'all show if you want to connect to the y'all show there are a couple of ways to do that we have an easy website address y'all.com you can go there and learn so much more about what the south's got going on right now by checking out y'all.com and i'm going to surf over there right now while i tell you about y'all.com and give you some of the great ideas of what's on there right now right now the headlines on y'all.com a missouri college is named best fashion school in the world how about that that's a heck of a story you'll want to check out and also right there on the homepage of y'all.com north carolina state and county fairs for this year so if you're in the north state and you want to know what's going on from a county fair or state fair perspective we've got you covered there at y'all.com of course that state fair coverage part of the entire southeast profile that we're doing of county and state fairs on y'all.com so a lot of good stuff at y'all.com we welcome you to go there and visit it we're also on a couple of streaming apps we're on iHeartRadio, we're on the TuneIn radio app and apple Podcasts. all three just search for the y'all show and like us or follow us it's free of charge and it's an awesome way to keep up with all things southern there at y'all.com and again instagram and twitter you can find us at y'all show it's y'all talk with a southern accent all right talking about barry here as we all know drenched a large portion of the southeast and to kind of give you an idea of the remnant of barry going on today and really into monday we saw that a large part of the south outside of the gulf coast had a lot of flooding going on and barry's remnant may trigger more localized flooding throughout today into wednesday from the lower mississippi valley to the ohio valley and it's going to spread further north in the south, the northern fringe of the south, and eastward, this track moving very slowly, coming up from the Gulf through Louisiana and kind of taking a northeastern turn. Localized flash flooding possible from the lower Mississippi Valley into the Ohio Valley. Barry made landfalls a Category 1 hurricane early Saturday afternoon along the northern Gulf Coast. But now we're looking at flood watches throughout Mississippi, Missouri, also in west tennessee western kentucky even into illinois they're having a lot of problems with flood watches even arkansas big time across the natural state and additional rainfall through wednesday all of tennessee is going to feel the effects of barry all of kentucky almost all of west virginia and even the most western mountain edge of north carolina feeling the effects of barry going on through this week so no matter where you are in these areas be very very careful because some of these areas are not used to this kind of rainfall you not only could see flooding you could see some rock slides and stuff especially in the appalachian mountains parts of middle and east tennessee middle and east kentucky and southern ohio are going to really feel the brunt of this on wednesday but a lot of thunderstorms tornado warnings and watches and such barry continuing to make some headlines but luckily so far we've kind of for the most part here in this region got off pretty well with hurricane slash tropical storm barry unfortunately the news out of durant oklahoma authorities say a drunken driver who was on probation for a previous dui conviction deliberately forced another vehicle into oncoming traffic on an oklahoma highway this caused a head-on collision that killed two people and injured four others and this suspected road rage attack happened on saturday evening west of durant which is about 120 miles southeast of oklahoma city the authorities there identify the driver as 52-year-old Ralph McInerney of Kingston, Oklahoma. And a police 
patrol spokesman there in Oklahoma said that the man left the scene of the collision but was later arrested and booked into the Bryan County Jail on two counts of second-degree murder, leaving the scene of a fatal collision and felony DUIs. Court records don't indicate if the man has an attorney, and one could not be found listed for him at the time, but a horrible scene there with two killed, four hurt east of Oklahoma City over the weekend. If you're not familiar with this, there's some wild horses that are kind of roaming some barrier islands off of North Carolina's coast, not far from Moorhead City. And unfortunately, for the second time this summer, we now know that another North Carolina wild horse has been killed after this one apparently ran into a power line. And news outlets report that the Corolla Wild Horse Fund says a mare was found tangled in unmarked wire Saturday morning. The horse was the mother to a young foal born in March. The fund said the foal was in good hands with the other older horses in the herd and being closely monitored. Again, the second reported death this summer among the Outer Banks herd of only 100 wild horses. One of the horses back in June had to be euthanized after becoming injured in a fight with a fellow horse. And shortly after, another horse was injured when it was hit by a car on the beach there in eastern North Carolina. But wild horses, they're not just out west. They're right here in the south, especially along the barrier islands of North Carolina and, of course, at Chincoteague in the Virginia-Chesapeake area. The toxic bacteria along the Mississippi Gulf Coast has continued to keep the beaches of the Magnolia State closed. And that's even before Barry blew ashore. Polluted Midwest floodwaters have fed an outbreak of what's called cyanobacterium, commonly known as blue-green algae, and it can cause rashes, diarrhea, and vomiting. And it's begun to spread eastward as water from the Mississippi River pours out into the Gulf of Mexico. A spokesperson with the Mississippi Department of Environmental Quality says that the agency is continuing to test water samples and those tested from Sunday indicated the continued presence of the algae bloom. The agency started closing beaches back on June 22nd along Mississippi's mainland Gulf Coast. And on July 7th, it closed the last two sections near the Alabama line. That would be in Jackson County. Although the water's off limits, people could still be on the sand. Mississippi's barrier islands, the, let's see, Ship Island, Goat Island, those remain open, so kind of weird how this algae's kind of settled in the Mississippi Sound, as it's called, between those barrier islands and the actual shoreline of Biloxi, Gulfport, Pascagoula. But right now, that's hurting tourism in a big way along the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, and we know that some of that algae is probably heading eastward toward Alabama and Florida as well. The man who killed the young woman in the Unite the Right rally back in 2017 in charlottesville virginia james alex fields jr has now received the sentence for killing this woman and injuring dozens he's received another sentence this time sentenced to life plus 419 years on state charges he got these on monday for deliberately driving his car into anti-racism protesters during this white nationalist rally in august of 2017 now last month Mr. Fields received a life sentence on 29 federal hate crime charges, but on Monday, getting the state charges. And again, James Alex Fields Jr., the 22-year-old, receiving a decision where he's going to be sentenced to life plus 419 years. I don't think this man's ever going to get out of prison, and that's just fine after taking the life of that woman in 2017. The wife of a fallen Georgia police officer has given birth 
to a baby boy. This happened in Henry County, Georgia, where Michael Smith, his wife, has given birth, and Smith died when he was shot in the face while on line of duty back on December 6th. He was called to a dentist office located on Jonesboro Road there in Henry County, and he was shot by a 53-year-old suspect, DiMaggio McNelly. And though he showed early signs of improvement, later transferred to recovery, but he passed away from complications from his shooting back in December, and now his wife there gave birth this week to Crow Michael. That's the name of the baby, C.R. O-I-X, I guess it's pronounced Crow, born seven months after his father's December 28th death. The couple also share a four-year-old son named Asher. So we wish all the best to Mrs. Smith and to little Crow Michael, who's going to grow up without a father after his father been it was gunned down months before in the line of duty in Henry County, south of Atlanta, back in December. Wild times in a Lakeview, Alabama wedding. A woman there has been charged with second-degree assault after she stabbed two men at a backyard wedding reception there in Lakeview, not far from Tuscaloosa. This happened in June after one of the victims asked Jennifer Lee Hankins, her boyfriend and children, to leave because the boyfriend allegedly broke a $400 fan the host had borrowed for the event. And as the group was slowly driving off in their truck, the 40 34-year-old, whom police say was intoxicated, abruptly hopped out of the vehicle and returned to the celebration with a knife in her hand. One witness said Hankins declared she was taking a expletive beer for the road, but police told the Tuscaloosa News that the witness's husband snatched the knife from her and tossed it over the fence, urging her to get the blank out. And that's when her boyfriend reportedly then hopped out of the truck, shouting, get your hands off my girl, and a brawl ensued. A police report viewed the by the newspaper said hankins grabbed another knife and stabbed one victim in the back during the fight forcing the blade all the way back into the neck to the handle and another in the neck and mouth and the report also said if hankins had stabbed the second victim in the throat where she intended to his injuries would have been fatal victims not identified the conditions not immediately clear hankins released from the tuscaloosa county jail back in june after posting a five thousand dollar bond but Yeah, this woman in Alabama charged after allegedly stabbing two men at a wedding reception there in the Tuscaloosa County area. Rough times there in T-Town. To Jackson County, Missouri we go. And a jail employee there at the county jail has been placed on leave after putting her underwire bra through an x-ray machine following the implementation of new security measures. Charlotte Harden said she had to take off her bra because it set off the metal detector at the detention center of Jackson County. And after putting it through the x-ray machine, she said she said the facility put her on leave in June, saying that undergarments can't be x-rayed. She hasn't been giving a return date. The woman has worked for the county for 20 years. She deserves better than this. Her attorney, Catherine Meyer, said this is hard for her. So. I don't know what's going on there outside of Kansas City, but yeah, she's on leave now. Again, putting her underwire bra through this x-ray machine after new security measures at the Jackson County Detention Center. The next story is a bit of a heads up for all of you listening in the South who've been wanting to do this, and I know you have. This comes from Loretta in southern middle Tennessee along the Alabama line, where the Loretta Police Department there say that there's a warning coming out after investigators said they've caught someone 
quote, attempting to flush methamphetamine along with several items of paraphernalia on Saturday. Word is, don't flush your meth down the toilet. And the reason, one of the reasons is for fear of creating what's called meth gators. (laughs) Yes, as the police department has advised against disposing of drugs, including pills, via the sewage, because when you send something down the sewer pipe, it ends up in our retention ponds for processing before it's sent downstream. And according to the Loretta Police Department, sewer guys take great pride in releasing water that is cleaner than what is in the creek, but they are not really prepared for meth. And in addition to birds, officials said if the water heads downstream, it could create what's called meth gators in Shoal Creek and the Tennessee River in North Alabama. They've had enough methed up animals the past few weeks without our help. So if you need to dispose of your drugs, just give us a call and we will make sure they are disposed of in the proper way. That public service announcement from the Loretta, Tennessee Police Department. Now, I don't know what they're talking about. I know they have alligators along the Tennessee River in North Alabama. And sure enough, the water and the the runoff, including the sewage of Loretta, will flow down into Lauderdale County, Alabama, and end up on Shoal Creek and into the Tennessee River there at Pickwick. And I just saw Pickwick the other day. It's a lovely place. I don't want to see meth floating around in the waters of the Tennessee River. And we don't want to see, Lord knows, meth gators. We don't want to see gators anyway. But you're going to get them. You already got them. They've had them in Huntsville a long time. And we don't want to see methed up alligators hanging out around Loretta or Florence or even up into Savannah, Tennessee, if we can help it. Please, please. Call the Loretta Police Department if you want to get rid of your drugs in a humane way. I don't know if they're going to arrest you, though. That's the one thing that kind of left out. Now, this bittersweet story coming to us from Waynesboro, Georgia. A couple wed for more than 70 years, Francis and Herbert DeLigo. They died this week on the same day. Yes, they they first met when they were 16 and 22 years old, married for more than 70 years, And she worked at a little cafe in Waynesboro named the White Way Cafe. And this man met her there. The first date was at the movies. And a year later, he popped the question. And a a love story again. Married 70 years. The the DeLigos there in Waynesboro, Georgia. And sadly this week, Herbert DeLigo died at 2.20 on Friday morning. And only 12 hours later, his wife, Frances DeLigo, died at 2.20 in the afternoon. This couple, together for 71 years, now together in heaven, the family released in a statement. What an amazing love story that is. Again, that comes to us in the CSRA part of Georgia, near Augusta, Waynesboro, Georgia, the Delicals, together now in heaven, after being married for, I think, 71 years total, having known each other for that length of time, dying on the exact same day. Well, this week in Hoover, Alabama, it's the SEC Media Days. We're going to have some audio coming up in just a few minutes from that that you don't want to miss out on. It's going to be a very crazy week there as the SEC returns to the Birmingham area. But one thing happened on Monday that was not really totally anticipated. There's a new Twitter handle for the SEC official office. It's at SEC officiating, and it went live at 1242 on Monday. 
right in the middle of Commissioner Greg Sankey's opening press conference. And this Twitter handle is having some fun there. The account tweeted, Hello world, this account will serve as your source for rules, videos, statistics, and activities inside the SEC Video Center. Go easy on us. And in other words, let the madness begin in the account. It got 8,000 followers in its first hour live. And it's going to be a pretty exciting Twitter account for sure. And the first comment on there was, go ahead and block me. <laughs> Other tweets going at it says, I'm an Alabama fan. Has my check to you guys cleared? Looking forward to another productive season. I think that was in jest. Also a tweet that said, can you please provide an explanation for the missed holding calls against Sidney Rice versus Tennessee in 2006 another one hashtag sec refs are garbage do you all have your bama undershirts picked out for the season man alabama i know that people don't think alabama and the sec officiating crew are all tied together do they evidently so again we're going to keep the sec flame lit all week we've got coverage of the sec media days we're going to have later this hour the commissioner some of the speech that he gave on monday here as part of our coverage of the sec media days as well as the head coach of the missouri tigers barry odom those two gentlemen coming up this hour in the second hour of today's y'all show you'll hear from the head coach of the lsu tigers ed orgeron as well as the coach of the florida gators dan mullen as we have the first day of sec media days coverage right here on this tuesday y'all show When we come back after the break, we're going to switch over from the news to the political side of the South. We've got some fun stuff that happened for a lot of Southern businesses on the grounds of the White House on Monday. President Trump was there, and we'll have that, plus some Democratic presidential news to tell you about and other state political news. It's our Southern Political Report. It's coming up next on The Y'all Show. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. 
You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. Country music singer Sammy Kershaw, 1990s music legend there with Louisiana Hot Sauce. This is y'all, and this is our sizzling hot Southern political report. And Sammy Kershaw wants a lieutenant governor's candidate in the Pelican State. And speaking of hot sauce in the Pelican State, congratulations to Tabasco. As Tabasco joined a whole bunch of other businesses around the country on Monday as they were part of President Donald Trump's Made in America showcase at the White House. And the Avery Island produced hot sauce was right there alongside other businesses as the president highlighted items made in each of the 50 states of the good old U.S. of A. Tabasco was founded by the McElhaney Company in 1868, and its headquarters remain in the Avery Island area around Lafayette, Louisiana, to, to this day. And Tabasco honored at the capital or in the capital city of Washington, D.C., at the White House, technically on monday at this made in america event now i have the listing of all the southern businesses that were present at the white house on monday as part of this made in america event let me run through a few of these starting out with a lady that i actually met on uh, back in march in franklin tennessee anna brakefield she lives in north alabama and she's part of redland cotton in molton alabama and she was honored at the white house monday had her business on display there so congratulations anna a very young and enterprising southerner from north alabama representing red land cotton arkansas had a familiar business on the grounds of the white house monday ranger boats jim and bonnie rabe from flippin arkansas they were part of the made in america showcase bullet blues out of coral springs florida represented the lone star state georgia had winton machine georgia and lisa winton from sewanee georgia on hand for the made in america event kentucky had louis louisville stoneware Stephen and lisa smith are from louisville kentucky 
and they represented the Commonwealth there at this Made in America event. Louisiana, not only did they have Tabasco present Monday, but Bevelo Gas and Electric Lights. Chris Bevelo out of New Orleans was in Washington on Monday. Now, this company here is certainly no small company, but Maryland is actually the home of Lockheed Martin and Bethesda's Lockheed Martin present Monday at the White House for this event. Mississippi had Viking Range out of Greenwood, Mississippi, that incredible company that makes very incredible stuff for the kitchen, including Viking Ranges and and all the fancy equipment that you need in an industrial kitchen. Viking Range, Greenwood, Mississippi, represented the Magnolia State Monday. St. Louis, Missouri's St. Louis Pneumatic, technically out of Fenton, Missouri. Daniel Hurt was present there with his company at the White House on Monday. North Carolina had C.R. Andrud, Inc. Tom Andrud of Troutman, North Carolina, was there at the White House on Monday. Oklahoma had Roundhouse Jeans. David and Ashley Antosh have this company in Shawnee, Oklahoma. They've been around a long time with this very cool company. South Carolina had another apparel present, uh, company present. Jeff Plotner represented Brackish Bowties from the holy city of Charleston at this event Monday. How about Tennessee? Wow, I would love to have seen this display. Maybe they left a few at the White House when they left. Moon Pie Bakeries out of Chattanooga. Tori and Jan Johnston there at the White House. Look out, Moon Pie, there at the White House Monday. Now, Texas had Amarillo's Beck Cowboy Boots on display. And West Virginia had Chico Bakery, August Chico, out of Morgantown, West Virginia, president at the White House on Monday. And President Trump had a chance to shake the hands of most of all of these business professionals, all from 50 states. And I didn't mention the other 30, what is it, uh, 34 states. I just gave you the 16 southern states there at the White House on Monday. But a very cool event for President Trump and Made in America, saluting American businesses. Now, the Democrats are excited about the chance to have their own business footprint here in a couple of years, assuming they can get the White House back. And we have some new information coming out on the Democratic side of things. A new poll looks at Joe Biden, also Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, as a hypothetical 2020 matchup against President Trump. And things, according to this poll out by the NBC News Wall Street Journal poll, they're not looking good for the president, at least according to this poll as former vice president joe biden he has the biggest lead as he comes out ahead of the president by nine points in a hypothetical matchup among registered voters biden with a 41 42 percent advantage lead again nine points better than president trump bernie sanders in second place he has a seven point advantage over president trump 50 to 43 elizabeth warren in a hypothetical matchup has a five point edge over president trump 48 to 43 kamala harris is also out ahead of trump only by one point she's within the margin of error of 3.5 percentage points and i don't know if the rest of these democratic candidates below president trump at this point but the news here, despite all the ups and downs of the Joe Biden campaign, he's still the leading Democrat in polling, at least, to beat President Trump in a hypothetical matchup, if that were to come. How about some political slash business news from Mississippi, as the state of Mississippi is seeing benefits from a reviving economic incentive program for making movies. There's a new movie being filmed in Natchez called Breaking News in Yuba County. It started filming in early June, and this movie will tell the story of a housewife whose husband has a heart attack when she walks in on him with another woman, and then she buries him and pretends he's been kidnapped. And this movie is directed by Tate Taylor, 
who's a native Mississippian. He grew up in Jackson and now lives near uh, Natchez. And it's going to star Allison Janney. And she was in Natchez not long ago at a benefit, but she's filming that movie along other big name actors, Myla Kunis, and also Ellen Barkin, some of the amazing cast in Mississippi. President, uh, rather, Governor Phil Bryant, maybe one day a president, Governor Phil Bryant of Mississippi signed legislation earlier this year allowing a 25% tax rebate for non resident cast and crew on film shoots in Mississippi. So that's just one of the many films that are maybe paying a little bit more attention to Mississippi. Now, the liberal elites of Hollywood are going to see that Mississippi, similar to Georgia, has some laws on the books that aren't necessarily in line with Hollywood. So I don't see Mississippi pulling a whole lot away from the peach state, but it could be. I know that there hasn't been a lot of movie making all that much in Mississippi here lately. Maybe this new legislation will change things around. And Georgia, if you're worried about Georgia's film industry, well, the state of Georgia is getting a pretty good paycheck from the Georgia lottery as the lottery there in Georgia reporting record-breaking annual profits used to pay for educational programs. And the governor, Brian Kemp, his office says in a news release this week that the lottery transferred, get this, more than $1.2 billion. The lottery transferred into the state's account that funds Hope Scholarships and free pre-K for four-year-olds. The profits are for the 2019 fiscal year that ended back on June 30th. And the governor said it's the largest transfer of funds for education in the lottery's 26-year history. It's raised more than $21 billion total for education programs during these 26 years. So big news from a funding standpoint of the Hope Scholarship if you are a resident of the state of Georgia. Governor Matt Bevin of Kentucky has announced that he will convene the Kentucky General Assembly into a special session, and that's set to begin next Friday, July 19th. The following end of the 2019 regular season, the governor made it clear that he wanted a special session in order to pass a bill for certain Kentucky groups. The governor had been hoping that the plan would secure enough votes to relieve quasi-agencies of the financial stress caused by the crisis. Agencies affected include regional universities, health departments, domestic violence centers, and community health centers. And so more to come there in Frankfort, Kentucky, with Governor Matt Vevin calling the Kentucky General Assembly back into order on Friday, July 19th. And that is a quick look at our Southern political spectrum here on this Tuesday Y'all Show. When we come back, we're going to switch over from politics to we're going to let the gavel come down on the South or Southeastern Conference, y'all. It's the SEC Media Days in Hoover this week, and we're going to hear from the commissioner of the SEC, Greg Sankey, plus Missouri Tigers head football coach Barry Odom. Those are just two of many voices from the SEC we've got lined up just today on today's Y'all Show. You don't want to miss the fun. It's coming up next. It's the SEC Media Days Part 1. That's up next. Welcome to Sherwin-Williams. Hi there. I heard paints are 40% off. Yep, and stains too. Right here. Mm Mm-hmm. Only at your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Right now. Well, July 19th through the 22nd. Right on. Right? Ask Sherwin-Williams July 19th through 22nd and save 40% on paints and stains with sale prices starting at $2,309. Only at your local Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Sub-exclusions apply. See store for details. 
If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth. Teenagers can communicate entirely in emojis. How was the birthday party? Pizza slice, kitten, soccer ball, pineapple? Truth. It's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. What are you talking about? Paperclip, shoulder shrug, high five, wizard hat? What? GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. We're just about a month, a little bit more than a month away from the start of college football. The Florida Gators and the Miami Hurricanes are your first two major football programs that will get it going toward the end of August. This is y'all. This is Talk with a Southern Accent. And right now in Hoover, Alabama, just outside of Birmingham, it's the 2019 SEC Media Days going on all week. And we've got plenty of coverage for you here on the Y'all Show throughout the week. You do not want to miss out on the fun that we're going to bring as we'll have the coaches spotlighted here on the y'all show each and every day and it's just going to be like it always is this time of year so much fun covering the sec media days and again we'll be having clips throughout the week and starting today actually and because it all became on monday we're going to split up today we'll have two audio clips this hour We'll have two audio clips coming up in hour two of today's y'all show. Now, the first person at the microphone Monday was the commissioner of the SEC, Greg Sankey, and he spoke for about 23 minutes at the podium in Hoover. And a couple of the things that he talked about, and we're going to hear some of that video, or rather some of the audio from the commissioner in just a second, but one of the main things that he talked about was the media days is going to go rotating across the southeast for the foreseeable future starting next year it will be in atlanta again it was there in 2018 media days moving back to atlanta in 2020 and then it's going to go to nashville in 2021 beyond that not sure what's going to happen but a lot of people excited about media days maybe moving around and not just in hoover every year so that one bit of news coming from greg sankey on monday also there's going to be officiating accountability 
as the commissioner said, that the conference has been doing a lot of evaluations of its officiating practices, and all of the 14 coaches met at the spring meetings, and with game day referees they met to discuss issues and to clear the air heading into the season. And so we'll find out what's going to happen there with the accountability of officiating. Also, there's hope for regulated gambling. Now that the Supreme Court has ruled legalized sports gambling is legal, so the commissioner touched on that a little bit. And also the commissioner talked about a focus on mental health and, of course, the injuries that happen with concussions in the sport of football. He touched on that. So let's go in and hear Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, in a portion of his address before the media on Monday. I am concerned about what I perceive as a, as a rigid application of a penalty matrix, but the NCAA Board of Directors said, here's the prescribed penalties for activities. Uh, it suggests that, that may, we, may, we may not be in the right place with that penalty structure. Uh, yet the message has been to, to avoid these problems, and we're going to work to continue to avoid these types of problems in the league. Second row to your right. Uh, Tatum Everett, Fox out of Nashville. That was loud. Uh, you mentioned healthy options for media days, moving it to places. What made Nashville that destination after you have been here and in Atlanta? I'll, I'll talk about Atlanta, and then if I can, you know, the College Football Hall of Fame was was a natural for us, and so we were if we were going to move after 30 plus years here in the Birmingham and Hoover area. We wanted to go to places where we thought we had the successful base in Nashville, given what we do there in basketball. Uh, Vanderbilt's presence, the passion for the University of Tennessee locally, but also the accessibility of the city for any other fans or media who want to be a part of the event in Nashville, we can make that happen. You have a, a brand new hotel that has been very interested in being a part of this experience, so we look forward to that venue. Hey, Commissioner, how you doing? Great, I'm well. A um, couple of questions for you. One, you talked about um, the attendance within the SEC, how healthy it is. But with the changing landscape of, of football as it stands, how do you long-term keep butts in the seats in stadiums? We talk about it every day in, in some ways. And we're seeing, uh, I don't know if it's a demographic change, if it's uh, an expectation change and ripple effects from the college football playoff. It's uh, if it's a need to adjust stadiums that may have may have worked in, in another setting, and you know, we made a change to our alcohol policy. Mm -hmm. That is one of those things that we heard constantly. So from a conference office, uh, we have almost for a decade now been in the activity of fan surveys. Okay. Um, as I think about analytics and researching information, we may be even more active in learning. Our campuses are all active in learning and adjusting, and, and, and the, these attendance issues affect them most directly. And, and, and then how do we bring together our, our directors of marketing to collaborate? Um, it's not about television. We've had every game on TV for decades. Okay. Um, the kickoff times have been varied between early, midday, and late for decades. And so how do we learn and adapt to figure out what's important and where do we need to adjust and then what can we do to adjust to meet meet our fans' interests and needs? Those are the types of questions we'll ask continually. And that was Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC at SEC Media Days in Hoover on Monday. Now, the coaches that included on Monday's fun were Barry Odom of Missouri. You also had Ed Orgeron, LSU, and Dan Mullen of the Florida Gators. Let's go here. The coach of the Mizzou Tigers now. He's now entering his fourth season in Columbia. 
And Barry Odom played for Missouri back in the late 90s as a middle linebacker and was a longtime assistant at Missouri and then found his way as a head coach starting in 2016. And the coach spent some time behind the microphone on Monday. Let's go hear from the Tigers' head man. The idea of the concept of we over me. We talk about it all the time in our program about our culture not just being the people on our team. It's also the people who influence or touch all the people on our team. Our organization is so much bigger than myself. We understand that we've got an opportunity with this platform to represent somebody and something a lot bigger than ourselves. The state of Missouri, the fans, who I'm so thankful for, the folks that have built Mizzou football into what it is today. It's our job to take that and continue to move forward along with the winning process. You look at the scope of what our team and how it's made up of, you know, I'm proud of the opportunity with the momentum that we have coming off of last year, the carryover of our habits, the ways those, the vision, the way that they look from day to day on the operations on how we function. They've developed into the concept and the opportunity just to be focused on being the best them, be the best version of yourself, and we focus and spend a lot of time talking about that. The depth of our team, if you look up front, it's built um, on the line of scrimmage, on both the offense and defensive line. We've got three guys on the offensive line in Yasir Durant, Tristan Castillo, and Trevor Sims, who've played more snaps than anybody in our league as close to that. They've got an opportunity to leave their mark on Mizzou. Could take a number of guys in, into this arena and would be very proud of what they represent and what they stand for. If you move outside of the line of scrimmage on the offensive side, Jonathan Johnson is 800 yards away from being our all-time leading receiver at the University of Missouri. That means something. Well, those guys do it collectively together. We've got a really good group of eight returning starters on offense. We've got five to six on defense, kind of whichever way that you look at it. But it's a group with experience that looks forward to carrying the momentum that we have and the opportunity that's in front of us with a challenge of our league and the way that it starts and the schedule lays out. The way that the team transformed over the offseason, they took an opportunity when we were dealt some information from the NCAA, and they took that as an opportunity and a life lesson for us. Okay, for me as a leader of the group, okay, life is not fair. Okay, if for us, as you look at it, okay, what do you control? And any amount of time spent thinking on that, the what ifs, then you get off of the focus and the habits that it takes to be the successful person that we need to be and the successful team that we're going to be. We don't control any of that. Okay, so what we focused on is controlling our attitude and having absolutely zero excuses. Again, our culture has stood the test of time with this, and it will be our edge. We didn't have one player on our entire roster enter the portal system. I'm proud of that. That means that our kids are invested in wanting to be student athletes at the University of Missouri. You talk about the experience and the leadership throughout our locker room and throughout our program. Everybody's got a story on how they ended up at Mizzou, but collectively together, they're excited about leaving their mark on our program and taking the Mizzou brand and continue to move it forward. So it will be a very, very rewarding experience when you look at a locker room and the way that our group is made up. It doesn't matter where you're from or what your last name is. 
It doesn't matter the experiences that you've had. It shapes who we are, the work, the preparation, the foundation that we have built during that time. We've got an opportunity, and it's one of the most beautiful things when a team gets aligned in their vision and their beliefs. We've got an opportunity to do that now that we're looking at, in a very short order, about 47 days kicking this season off. So I'm thankful to be here, excited about this group. And that was native Oklahoman and now head coach of the Missouri Tigers, Barry Odom, at the SEC Media Days in Hoover, Alabama on Monday. The Tigers looking to get stronger in 2019. They got the transfer quarterback, Kelly Bryant, in from Clemson. And we'll find out just how well the Tigers do in this football campaign. And he looks to continue some improvement there leading Missouri last year, Mizzou 8-5, and five, and they lost the Liberty Bowl but looking to have a better year. He's gone four and eight and then seven and six, eight and five in his third year this year, his fourth year in Como, Barry Odom. And we'll have more SEC coaches coming up in hour two. You'll hear from the LSU head coach, Ed Orgeron, and the Florida Gators head man, Dan Mullen. Plus in hour two, we're going to have more sports news from throughout the land. And we'll also hear from the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Herman. That's all ahead on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. And we're back into another hour of the Y'all Show as we discuss all things about Dixie. This is Sportsland. You have to start this second hour. We've got even more sports coming your way in just a few minutes as we continue on with our recap of Monday's SEC Media Days, the first day there in Hoover. We've got more coming up on the Wednesday Y'all, the Thursday Y'all, the Friday Y'all. But this is just one of many days that we will have the SEC and our target. And we also have the ACC that we'll get to. And we even have some news about the Big 12 as they had media days starting on Monday. And we'll have that information in just a second. 
Hey, our number, 803-816-1170. If you want to call us or text us anytime with questions, comments, we welcome that feedback here. As I'm John Rawl, glad to have you back for another hour of the All Southern program. Now, later this hour, stick around after SEC Media Day's coverage. We'll get to Matt Hermans, the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue. And we're going to talk to him about hurricane parties and also find out about his big 4th of July party. We haven't got the full recap of that from the barrister. And that's still to come here as we wind up the second hour of this y'all show. Thank you for joining us. We start our headlines of the sports world off with some sad news. Hall of Fame right-hander Bob Gibson, the St. Louis Cardinals great, who won the Cy Young and the National League MVP awards in 1968. He sent a letter out this week to living Hall of Famers, informing them that he's battling pancreatic cancer. He's considered one of the greatest pitchers of all time and was diagnosed with cancer several weeks ago, according to his agent, Dick Zitzman. Zitzman told the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, that he's spoken to Gibson and that chemotherapy is expected to begin Monday in Omaha, Nebraska, the pitcher's hometown. Gibson turns 84 in November. He's been hospitalized in Omaha for the past two weeks. Bob Gibson went 22-9 and and led the majors in ERA, shutouts, and strikeouts in 1968 for the St. Louis Cardinals. The year before, he went the distance in three games, all wins, as St. Louis beat the Boston Red Sox in seven games, and won the World Series. He spent his entire career with the Birds, winning 251 games over 17 seasons. And Bob Gibson inducted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, or Baseball Hall of Fame, in 1981. On Saturday night, the Cardinals offered their well wishes to Gibson, saying, "Get well, get well soon, Bob. All of Cardinal Nation is behind you again." Bob Gibson, right now, in a battle with pancreatic cancer we wish this major league baseball and cardinals hero all the best as an uphill climb we know all too well how tough it is to overcome pancreatic cancer and our thoughts certainly go out to this cardinals legend a hall of fame boxer has been hit by a car and has died at the age of 55 in virginia beach virginia pernell whitaker a longtime pound-for-pound king and one of the greatest boxers in history was killed Sunday night when he was hit by this car in Virginia Beach. The police department there said the incident remains an active investigation, but that Whitaker was apparently hit by a vehicle at around 10 p.m. Sunday when he was walking at an intersection. When officers arrived on scene, they located an adult male victim who had been hit by a vehicle. The victim succumbed to his injuries on the scene. That, according to the, the Virginia Police, Virginia Beach Police spokesperson, the driver of the vehicle remained on scene with police. Known as Sweet P. Whitaker, who was from Norfolk, was a southpaw, and he was revered as perhaps the best defensive fighter in history as his slick moves confounded opponents after opponent. Again, the death of a longtime boxer and a Hall of Famer in the sport of boxing, Pernell Whitaker, Sweet P., dying there in the Tidewater of Virginia at the age of 55 after being hit by a car, sadly. To the world of golf, and this weekend is the final major of the year as Francesco Molinari looks to defend the Open Championship. This year, the championship will be in Northern Ireland for the first time since the early 1950s, the only the second time the Open Championship's been held in Northern Ireland. The purse of just over $10.7 million on the line there for this, again, last major of the year. 
and we'll have plenty of coverage. And also this week, in addition to what's going on with the Open Championship outside of Lexington, Kentucky, for those who didn't qualify for the Open Championship, there's another PGA Tour event going on, the Barbazol Championship. Troy Merritt, the defending champ of that event. So split tournaments this weekend on the PGA Tour. But most eyes focused on what's going on in Northern Ireland and the Open Championship. Now, here on Y'all, we want to invite you on Friday. We'll have a recap of round one from the Open Championship, and we'll get you set for the weekend as we're going to welcome back to the show the Y'all.com Southern Golf Report and our expert, Jason Nall, who is the executive director of the Southern States Junior Classics. Now, I reached out to Jason to remind him, hey, we got another major. It's time for you to come on. And guess what? He emailed me and said, I'm in Scotland. (laughs) I don't think he's going to be in Northern Ireland for the event this week, but he was over in Scotland on a golf-related event. I think he might have even covered the Scottish Open this past weekend. But Jason Nall, we hope to have him back stateside and give us a report of the Open Championship when we have our Y'all Southern Golf Report on Friday. That's coming up. And again, Jason Nall will be the go-to guy for that fun event this weekend. Now to some NFL news and the Atlanta Falcons and star defensive tackle Grady Jarrett have agreed to a four-year extension and the terms were not disclosed, but sources have told Adam Schefter, the great ESPN analyst, that the contract's worth $68 million. Jarrett will have $38 million in guaranteed money, according to a source as first reported by Pro Football Talk. The Falcons had until 4 p.m. Monday to agree to a deal with Jarrett who initially received the $15.209 million franchise tag. He signed the tag, which was the precursor for the long-term deal in April. So great news, Falcons fans, that you're going to have this very good, talented player on your roster. He was a fifth-round pick in 2015 out of Clemson and emerges the Falcons' top defender in recent years. This former Tiger-turned-NFL star defensive tackle Grady Jarrett inking a deal with the Atlanta Falcons on Monday, a defensive tackle there for the Dirty Birds. Speaking of the NFL, the Dirty Birds will be your first team suiting up in a preseason matchup, and that will be against the Denver Broncos at the Hall of Fame deal there at the Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton, Ohio. When is that first game, the Hall of Fame weekend football game? It will be Thursday, August 1st, just a couple of weeks away, and a game televised on NBC On a Thursday night, again, Broncos and Atlanta Falcons, your first preseason game of the year as part of the Hall of Fame weekend celebration in Canton, Ohio. Now, what about the first true preseason weekend of NFL football? That comes starting on August 8th, a Thursday night. And let me just run through the entire breakdown because I know here in the South we've got people who are fans of all kinds of teams. So your Thursday, August 8th matchups, the Colts and the Bills, The Jets take on the Giants and East Rutherford. The Washington Redskins are facing off against Cleveland. New England and Detroit get together. Atlanta and Miami face off on August 8th. Tennessee and the Philadelphia Eagles are playing in Philly. Jacksonville and Baltimore meet. Carolina will be at Soldier Field and the Chicago Bears. Houston will be at Green Bay. Los Angeles Chargers will be playing in Glendale against the Cardinals. And in Seattle, the Seahawks will host the Denver Broncos. And on Friday, August 9th, in Hinesfield, the Steelers welcome in the Buccaneers. New Orleans has the Minnesota 
Vikings in for a Friday, August 9th matchup. And then when you get to Saturday, August 10th, the Bengals will be going to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. The L.A. Rams will be at Oakland Coliseum against the Raiders. And the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers get together at Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara. And that is your look at the first weekend of NFL preseason action coming up in just a few weeks it will be here before you know it in the meantime you can get your football fix if you really need it by watching a little cfl action on espn plus the big 12 got together for their media day starting on monday and the commissioner of the big 12 conference is bob bowlsby and he's defended his league's reputation in his opening remarks at the big 12 media days in arlington texas and he had a very lengthy address but to the media he addressed them and emphasized that The Big 12, which has often been associated with fast-paced, high-scoring offenses at the expense of its defensive play, takes exception to the characterization that it's poor on defense. And the commissioner said, last year of our seven bowl games, six of seven offenses were held below their average season average by Big 12 defenses. Contrary to popular belief, there are kids that tackle in the Big 12. So he's getting a little, little defensive, pardon the pun, there in the Big 12. By the way, the Big 12 went four and three in bowl games in 2018. And again, they're having their media days this week in Arlington, Texas. And some of the news coming out of Arlington at Big 12 media days. Jalen Hurts' arrival at Oklahoma is a major topic at the Big 12 media days, but the transfer quarterback from the University of Alabama still has work left to become the Sooners' front man in 2019. Coach Lincoln Riley of OU said he's got to win the job first, and if he wins the job, then we'll talk about that. But Riley faced a bunch of questions about Jalen Hurts, who joined OU as the graduate transfer back in January after three seasons at the Capstone, where he went 26-2 and as Alabama's starting quarterback. And he follows two quarterback transfers and Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, both of which came to Oklahoma won Heisman trophies, and then became the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. Not a bad reputation there for Oklahoma. But right now, Jalen Hurts does not have his, I guess, the nod to be the starting quarterback for the Sooners. Maybe this is just gamesmanship coming from the coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, Lincoln Riley. But hey, they do have – he's got a big shoe to fill in Kyler Murray and as well as Baker Mayfield of the Cleveland Browns. Good luck there to Mr. Hurts as he's in Sooner country starting here this year. And back to the SEC ranks we go for our final headline of the day. Former Troy State Trojan quarterback Sawyer Smith is transferring to the Kentucky Wildcats. He's a six foot three Florida native. He played in all of the games for Trojan football last season, totaling to 669 yards of passing, 14 touchdowns, and six interceptions. Smith only started the final seven games, taking over for an injured starter, Caleb Barker and earned a record of 5-2 and two for the Troy Trojans. Now, Kentucky returns its starting quarterback, Terry Wilson, who played in all of the 13 games as a sophomore last season. As a graduate transfer, Smith is going to be able to play immediately with two years of eligibility remaining. But Sawyer Smith, the Troy Trojan now, Kentucky Wildcat, getting ready to maybe do some damage if called upon for the Big Blue Nation if he gets a chance to get in there behind Terry Wilson in Lexington, Kentucky for Big Blue Nation. Kentucky opens the season at home August 31st against the Toledo Rockets. And that, just a little bit of our sports lanyap here on this Tuesday edition. By the way, we're not done talking SEC. When we come back after the break, we're going to turn our attention to the SEC media days going on right now in Hoover, Alabama. 
day ones in the books. We've got audio coming up from LSU head coach Ed Orgeron and Florida Gator coach Dan Mullen. Orgeron, the former coach of the Mississippi Land Sharks. Dan Mullen, the coach, former coach, that is, of the Mississippi State Bulldogs. And both coaches have moved on to bigger, greener pastures, perhaps, in the SEC. We'll hear from both of them when we come back after the break. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. LSU, LSU, LSU. Now that little song there will make some of the fans of LSU that are in Louisiana and other areas of the South who've had to deal with Barry the last couple of days. Well, it'll make you forget about rain and flooding for just a moment. It's the Y'all Show, and we are covering the SEC Media Days in Hoover, Alabama. That's going on all week. Day one is in the books, and Ed Orgeron of those LSU Tigers was at the mic. Let's go here from the coach now entering, I think, his third full season in Baton Rouge as the head coach of the Bayou Bengals. And let's hear what the coach had to say about them Tigers. You know, I knew he was tough. You know, and uh, some guys talk about tough and they're not that darn tough. But he don't say a darn thing. And he's tough as a linebacker. You know, he reminds me a lot of Bobby Aber. Uh, Bobby was a teammate of mine. Uh, Bobby had all those intangibles, uh, was tough, could take a hit. Uh, Joe's like that. Uh, Joe's that type of player. Joe 
when he speaks, everybody listens because of the way he works. And I told somebody a little bit earlier, uh, we had a recruiting weekend. Now, we couldn't go, but the acts of the recruits could go see our players practice on Saturday morning, 10 o'clock. I said, sure, they can go, but we don't have a practice. I said, oh, yeah. Joe got the whole team to volunteer to practice on Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. Now, I've never been a part of that. So his leadership skills are unbelievable. Coach, did you decide to change the offense after the Alabama game, or you had made that decision earlier? You know, uh, that has something to do with it, obviously. But that decision had been weighing on my mind. I wanted to go to it. I wanted to get to it. It was a process. The roster wouldn't let us get to it. My staff wouldn't let me get to it. I didn't have the staff equipped well enough to get to the spread. Uh, when we, we brought in the Saints last summer and Joe got up and made his presentation, I wasn't in there for the whole presentation. And uh, he, he presented the RPOs to the defense and I asked the coaching staff to say the guy was tremendous. Uh, Greg McMahon is a good friend of mine and uh, Pete Carmichael, Sean Payton, those guys raved about Joe Brady. And uh, th that's when I knew I wanted to hire him. But we wanted to go to the spread. I eventually wanted to get to it. But you know what, Ed? We still want to run the football. We've got to be 50-50. We've got to be strong. We've got to have a power game. But we will run the spread. And uh, Joe Brady is a big reason why we're in it. Coach, you touched on this great secondary that you're going to have this season. The SEC is also full of amazing quarterbacks. Yeah. Can you speak on some of the quarterbacks, maybe even in the SEC West, that you'll be facing more often? You know, Tua's, uh, Tua's release is unbelievable. The RPOs that we run, obviously, with the athletes around him, uh, fits what he can do. He can scramble. He's tough. He was playing on two hurt knees or one hurt knee, whatever. Uh, his awareness level is very high. So he's a very good quarterback. But we face... Good quarterbacks, and Texas's quarterback is a phenomenal quarterback. I mean, he's hard to tackle. So we're going to face great quarterbacks every week. But that's part of our being in the SEC. You're going to face the best. Continuing on with our coverage of the SEC Media Days going on in Hoover, Alabama this week, this is the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl, and that was the head coach of the LSU Tigers, Coach O. Ed Orgeron. Dan Mullen is the head coach of the Florida Gators, and he was also part of the fun on the opening day of the media days in Hoover. Let's go now and hear from the Gators coach now entering his second full season as head coach at UF after many years leading the Mississippi State Bulldogs successfully, by the way. And he had a pretty good 2018, and Gator fans are looking to capitalize on that in 2019. Here's Coach Mullen at the mic in Alabama. When I was at Florida, my first stint there as the office coordinator, there was always such a big rivalry game because it was game one. It was always your first SEC game. Uh, you know, and it kind of always led to, you know, I mean, it, obviously, I mean, you win, you're two games ahead of the, of the other team. And so it's always such a big game. And, it, and it's, such, it's a fun game to be a part of, great rivalry game. Um, you know, and it is. They're going into the year two. They, you know, now their players, just like ours, knew what to expect going into the offseason, can make some big strides, understand the offense, defensive, uh, and, and really the personality of what you, the, what, you know, uh, head coach wants the program to be like. And uh, it'll be fun. My, my first SEC game I ever coached as an assistant coach was against Tennessee in the Swamp, and they got to come down to the Swamp this year. So, uh, I mean, it was a wild night, and uh, it, it was great. We, had, we got a big win that night. But uh, uh, so it'll be fun to have that game played at home this year. I want to ask you about one of your former players and Jeffrey Simmons that you mm -hmm. coached at Mississippi State. The Titans took him 
in the first round. When did you know that there was something special about him that could, you know, help him make it in the SEC, but also the next level? Well, you know, I mean, we, I started recruiting him when he was, I think, a freshman in high school. Um, you know, and, and you look at him and you, you could tell here was this guy, uh, you know, that had a lot of physical tools about him. But when you find and you dig deeper and you see the work ethic that he has, um, you know, and, and you see, you know, the type of personality he has, and, you know, you look at his academic background, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of those guys out there. Sometimes I always think there's a lot of people sometimes in the world that look and you can say, OK, that, that person, that person maybe could have an excuse of why they didn't make it in life. You know, maybe they, they, were, they just weren't handed the greatest deck uh, or the greatest cards, you know, in the deck. And, and you know, and, and Jeff was a guy, though, that none of that mattered to him. He, he's a, such a worker, uh, you know, and, and God bless him with some great physical attributes and talents. But. You know, he didn't take those for granted. He's a guy that you're not going to find a guy that works harder, that worked harder in the classroom, worked harder in the offseason and training on the field uh, than he is. And I know going, obviously going through an injury right now, uh, but I don't think you're going to find a guy that's going to work harder to get back from that injury. So, um, you know, I think he's going to have a great career at the next level um, just because of his mindset, because of his attitude, and uh, because of how he maximizes every bit of, of, of talent he, he has. Dan Mullen, head coach of the Florida Gators, as day one of SEC Media Days in the books. And coming up on the Wednesday Y'all Show, we've got coverage of day two of SEC Football Media Days. You're going to hear from Kirby Smart on tomorrow's Y'all Show, plus Mississippi head football coach Matt Luke and Tennessee Vols head football coach Jeremy Pruitt, as well as the head man in College Station, Jimbo Fisher of the Texas A&M Aggies. That foursome of coaches will be in the mix as we cover SEC Football Media Days Day 2 on the Wednesday Y'all Show. And that will wrap up our coverage of the Media Days today. When we come back after the little time out here, we're going to switch from the gridiron to the grill. Matt Hermans is our barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, and we're going to have some fun talking to Mr. Hermans. That's up next on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Welcome to Sherwin-Williams. Hi there. I heard paints are 40% off. Yep, and stains too. R- right here. Mm-hmm. Only at your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Right now. Well, July 19th through the 22nd. Right on. Right? Ask Sherwin-Williams July 19th through 22nd and save 40% on paints and stains with sale prices starting at $23.09. Only at your local Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Sub-exclusions apply. See store for details. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth. Teenagers can communicate entirely in emojis. How was the birthday party? Pizza slice, kitten, soccer ball, pineapple? Truth. It's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. What are you talking about? Paperclip, shoulder shrug, high five, wizard hat? 
What? Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. We got 24 tall boys on the chill Yeah, 14 of them's mine A little Marshall Tucker on the radio You know we're just catching a little groove before the show We ain't playing nothing slow at the parking lot party A tailgate bus just a sippin' on suds ain't ever too early To light one up, fill up your cup Cause I ain't no party like It is y'all talk with a southern accent as we have you back here on this Tuesday edition discussing all things Q. We welcome in now the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue to the show, Matt Hermans. After we gave him last week off to rest and recuperate after a very exciting 4th of July report that he gave us talking barbecue in terms of hot dogs, hamburgers, and of course, spare ribs as well. We we got to get him back to work, and that's what we're doing right now on the Y'all Show. Hello, Barbecue Barrister. I'm clocking back in. I'm punching <laughs> my card right in there now. Okay, I'm officially on the clock. Yeah, well, we're glad that you're on the clock. We we, we enjoyed listening to you two weeks in a row, but it, it's time to get some fresh material. You're kind of like a comedian. We, we like to get the fresh stuff from you, sir. <laughs> Well, good. Yeah, I mean, my stuff uh, sometimes is not fresh uh, when it is fresh, so I'm happy to keep it as fresh as possible. Well, hope you're doing well. I know you were in a part of the Gulf South that was affected this past weekend by tropical storm slash hurricane briefly. Barry, hopefully everything's well on your end, sir. Uh, Well, I can say that we've escaped unscathed, a little bit of wind, a couple broken uh, branches, but... um, Overall, certainly nothing to complain about. Just uh, very thankful that, that it wasn't worse than it was. Yeah, well, I know that uh, certainly something most of the South was very scared on edge about, but I don't think it was quite as bad as it as it, it could have been, certainly for those affected by it. That doesn't mean things are any easier for them. But here in the South, that's part of the life that we have living in the South come June until football season, well into football season. We have to deal with tropical storms, hurricanes, and such all along the Gulf Coast as well as on the Atlantic coast of our beloved region. And, and I guess that doesn't go along too good with barbecue. When it come, when you want to talk about grilling out, a tropical storm is not part of the so-called hurricane party, is it? No. No, definitely not. Yeah, it's uh, no, it's hard to hard to get anything done when you got leaves and branches blowing all over you. But uh, yeah, the hurricane party is a is, you know it's a real thing. But 
uh, yeah, the tropical storm, no, it doesn't go with grilling too well. There's no way to spin that. It just isn't. Have you had a hurricane party? I have in the past. Okay, yeah, what what does that consist of? Well, it's just kind of a uh, kind of an excuse to have fun and indulge in beverages uh, with your friends before hunkering down to ride out a hurricane for a few days. So um, it's one of those. I guess one way to look at it is kind of a uh, what do they call it a uh, gallows gallows humor type or, or gallows fun where you know that you're about to have some rough days ahead uh, but you might as well have a little bit of fun before you deal with all the garbage that's to come so uh, you resign yourself to the hurricane coming and you have a little party to uh, uh, you know to uh, to get your mind straight before you deal with the aftermath that's kind of the uh, kind of the idea of the hurricane party but in a hurricane party situation, the beverage is much more important than what you're eating, correct? <laughs> yeah, the, be- the beverages are usually uh, very important. Yeah, that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the main thing. I've never, I certainly would never, uh, never partake in a hurricane party that did not involve cold beverages. <laughs> well, before hurricanes were in the news, we had the Fourth of July the other week, and Matt. We know that you had a big party for that. Tell me how things went down at the Hearman's Manor on the 4th of July when it came to grilling, and did everything turn out like you expected? Well, we had a great time. Uh, it was a, a lovely uh, weekend. Not a long weekend for me. We had one of these Thursdays, and then you got to work on Friday. So uh, kind of stretched it out, though. Had a little, little cookout, a little small get-together on Thursday, and then went back to the salt salt mine on Friday, and then uh, continued uh, to have a little celebration in on Saturday and Sunday. So, um, great weekend, uh, kind of a broken up weekend, but uh, had a great time. Everything turned out the way I would like. No big weather events to throw a monkey wrench in it. Smoke was rolling. Meat was good. Uh, visiting was, was enjoyable. So, uh, wonderful fourth of july i hope everybody else was good as well so i know you did spare ribs what was the style of spare ribs you did this year well i did two racks um i did uh one uh, memphis style and then i did the other a more of a sweet kind of a traditionally southern rib both with hickory smoke but uh, both very different versions Uh, I, i tend to to be partial to the memphis style rib and my wife and others enjoy a sweeter more complex rub with the glaze at the end um, so we had we had two very different types of ribs both of them turned out very very well and uh yeah, it was great it's nice to be able to to combine regions or combine styles on the same uh, barbecue pit and make everybody's taste buds happy as you possibly can including my own which of the so two out. different styles was maybe a little bit more appreciated on that 4th of July festivity? You know, I, I, I would say this. Uh, you know, the, the, I think the sweeter ribs with the more, more complex sugar-based rub and the light glaze of barbecue sauce at the very end, those are, those are always going to be popular, in my opinion. I think there were some people who had never had Memphis-style ribs that really 
got to try something new and, and really uh, enjoyed them for what they are. Some people, you know, just not, you know, not maybe not their favorite style of rib, but I think uh, I certainly love them and, and uh, a couple other folks really liked them. And then there are a couple other people that, again, they've never had the dry rub rib uh, that's almost completely savory with no, no sweet rub and no barbecue sauce that I think I may have converted a couple. I think I might have gotten a couple converts to the Memphis-style <laughs> bandwagon. But um, all in all, I'd say, uh, I don't know, I didn't have anybody trying to exchange their bones. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. They didn't want their uh, money back either. No, nobody nobody asked for a refund. So um, I think it all went good. But, yeah, two very different styles of barbecue ribs. We're talking with the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Hermans. This is the Y'all Show, our barbecue spotlight that we do on Tuesdays. And Matt, I don't know too many people who certainly don't live right in Memphis that are a bigger ambassador of the Memphis-style ribs than you are. And so when you're off a long way away from area code 901 making Memphis-style ribs, when you make your own blend, are you kind of channeling a particular Memphis eatery when you're doing it? Or are you just kind of mixing all of the different styles together to create your own Memphis-style rub? Well, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be absolutely, completely, uh, totally honest here. Uh, That's what we want. Have, this is your confessional, I son. I know this is. Uh, I'm not even going to fake it and, and pretend like I made this my, my Memphis dry rub from scratch, which I do. So I've been perfecting it for. for I've been what I think is perfecting it over the last several years, kind of tweaking it with a little bit more, a little bit of that. But I can tell you, I can be completely honest with you and tell you that the, the base. What I started with, when I said, okay, I'm going to make my own Memphis-style dry rub, period. I started with the rendezvous rub. I started with the uh, kind of the baseline, uh, grandfather, granddaddy, whatever, uh, of the kind of that particular flavor. And I've added to it since then, and I've taken away, and I've adjusted the, uh, for those who, who lived in the 90s, I adjusted the little graphic equalizer on the, treble and bass and all that type of stuff over the years. So I've kind of made it my own, but those base flavors paprika, coriander, onion powder, garlic, salt, I'm going to stop there. But those are kind of the the basics, and that's where I started when I kind of created my own rub. So it probably would not taste like exactly uh, like the rendezvous rub if I if you were to taste them side by side now because I've kind of made it my own over the years but I guarantee you would say okay these guys are cousins these guys are their brothers they're very close you know they're they're all in the same family and that's to say a lot of the dry rubs you'll taste in, uh, in Memphis are going to be closely related although kind of different in their own way so I started with rendezvous I've made it my own over the years and I'm pretty happy with where it is right now Wow. How about that? So look out all the Memphis area barbecue joints who sell their own sauce. If you decide to ever get into the sauce selling business yourself, those places are in real trouble. Is that what I'm detecting? <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't say that. I don't think it, I look, I, I'm a big fan of all those places and they all have a great rub, whether it's Corky's Rendezvous, Central, uh, barbecue shop they all have their own cup of dry rub and i like all of them so i would not i would not say they're in trouble i would just like to you know i would say that mine can can be in the same little group and fraternity and i'd be happy <laughs> with that 
How did the hot dogs and hamburgers turn out on the 4th of July? Fine. I did not uh, – I was kind of saving my, my the room uh, for my, my ribs, but uh, I didn't I – had, I had some uh, – some people tell me that they wanted the hamburgers cooked really well done, and so I made that happen for them. Um, I had uh, some compliments on the burgers. I, I like a fat burger, not a thin burger, so, um, you know, that, that's the way I served them. And the hot dogs were good. They, you know, put them on the grill, get them browned, and, and that's kind of what you do with the hot dogs. So uh, hot dogs were good, no complaints there. Kiddos that were there enjoyed their hot dogs. Uh, hamburgers, I thought, turned out pretty well. If you like a fat, juicy burger that's a little pink in the middle, that's kind of the way I do them. Uh, but, you know, uh, I was taking orders also um, and burning them up. If somebody wants to burn them, then I'm happy to burn them up for them. So that's, that's a little jab to people who like their meat well done. But no offense. No offense. Barrister, when I eat a hamburger, I don't want to eat a slice of meat that's about as thick as a piece of paper I, I like some meat on it but i don't want it to look like a softball when i'm put it on, on my bun so <laughs> what is your yeah. best advice to kind of flatten meat down to where it looks a little bit more like a hamburger without being big big and fat oh great this is this is a good question because i agree with you i like a i like a thick juicy burger but I, yeah exactly i don't like something that's three inches thick in the middle and then you know thin on the sides. nobody wants that so if you like it that way, you like a nice fat burger. Um, the thing you can there are two things to know. First of all, it's going to be the shape. Second of all, it's the meat that you buy. Those are the two most important things. So, in my opinion, the best type of meat for a hamburger is a fattier meat. You want at least ground chuck uh, or ground beef. I actually prefer ground beef. Ground, ground beef or ground chuck, not ground round. Chuck. Well, ground, it's kind of the same. It's all about the fat, okay? So nowadays, when you look, when I say ground beef, ground chuck, everybody say, well, everything's ground beef, duh. Well, not exactly. When you go to your local grocery store, you're going to have a few varieties of, of what, you know, ground cow, right? You're going to have uh, ground sirloin, which is going to be very lean. A lot of time that's 90% meat and 90% lean and 10% fat. In my opinion, that is that does not make a good burger. Then you have ground chuck, which is typically 80-20. That does start to make a good burger. And then you have ground beef, which can be somewhere like 75-25, very fat. And that's even better, in my opinion. So the key here, you've got to adjust. So the fat in a burger, it makes it juicy. It makes it flavorful. It makes it delicious. This is all true, but it also renders out and a lot of it melts away so if you imagine uh the fattier the burger the larger you've got to make the burger because it will shrink up so while you might make a ground sirloin burger exactly the size you want it on a bun because it's not going to shrink up as much you go to ground chuck or ground beef you need to make it quite a bit bigger than you anticipate you want to eat it because it is going to shrink up 20 percent or even 25%. So that's number one. Number two, when you do make your burgers with chuck or ground beef, fattier meat, obviously, uh, what you can do when you flatten it out, as thick as you want it, get it as thick as you want, that's fine. But what you need to do is then take the middle of the meat and kind of smash the middle um, in, in a circular area right, right towards the meat. So if you imagine when you cook a burger, like we've all had the softball issue, you put 
the burger on flat, and all of a sudden, boom, it's fat in the middle and thin on the sides. What yeah. the heck happened? When, it's, when the meat is raw, when you make the patty, go ahead and flatten out the middle part of the burger around that thinner shape because it will tighten up. The meat will come together, and that middle part will get fatter, and the outsides will basically stay the same. So that's a really good method to kind of keep that soft, the dreaded softball burger from happening. All right, I'm, hold, hold on, Matt. I'm making really good notes of this because this is a constant problem I have, and I bet a lot of our listeners have the same issue. So, okay, look, let me jot this down. Okay, darn it, I need to go sharpen my number two. All right, go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> I'm imagining you got those reader glasses on. You just licked your pencil, yeah. and you're going to sing on Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's the deal. The fattier the meat, the bigger you want to make the patty, and you always want fatty meat for a burger. Forget the health food. It doesn't matter. When you're going to make a hamburger, you need the fat, but also thin out the middle of the burger. So when you've got your patty made, let me just kind of draw it out for you this way. When you've got your patties made as big as you want, as thick as you want, and they're sitting on your little parchment paper, or they're sitting on wax paper, or they're sitting on a plate, go ahead and take your fingers and just push in the middle, kind of the center, you know, maybe half dollar sized area, flatten it out, kind of push it to where it kind of looks concave in the middle thinner in the middle and fatter on the outside because it's not going to come out that way when you put it on the grill it's going to tighten up and that middle part is going to fatten up anyway so that'll kind of kind of play in the game you're giving a little to get a little and that'll end up with a flatter burger avoid the softball all right i like that information Matt, I know you're you're a guy who probably has never stepped into a fast food restaurant and had a hamburger, but knowing what you just <laughs> told me about the fatty meats and things like that, if you had to give an award for the best hamburger quality hamburger that is in a national chain, are there some restaurants that are better than others? Oh boy, this is uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of that. You don't have to answer the question if you feel like it wouldn't be fair. I don't know. I'd be happy. I will just say this. I will say this. Since I like a thicker burger, that's going to eliminate some of the, the chains that, that do a, a very thin burger. Um, and I also like a burger that's still kind of – now, you're never going to get a fat burger that has pink, uh, you know, a little bit of pink in the middle at a fat food chain. They don't do it that way. A lot of them are already pre-cooked. They're not going to risk any type of health food violating like that. You're always going to get it well done. But I think some meats are done better than others. So, um, for instance, a lot of people out, this is not a southern chain, but uh, some people have tried In-N-Out Burger. Uh, that is not, not a favorite of mine. It's a very thin piece of meat, and it's cooked to death, in my opinion. It's almost chewy. Then you have on the other side, you have, uh, you know, a Wendy's patty, which is kind of on the thick side of a patty. Yeah. Riddleburg. Um, I, I think that's not bad. As fast food burgers go, you know, with the thicker patty, it's usually fairly juicy. It's not bad. Um, as far as, like, kind of mimicking charcoal, the only one you're really going to get uh, that mimics a charcoal flavor is a Burger King that has a, a flame broil. And you can taste that a little bit. It doesn't taste exactly like charcoal, but it does taste like a flame. I tend to, mm-hmm. you know, if you're talking about fast food burgers, I mean, that's the only one, or one of the only ones that has any type of flame taste to it. Um, there's a chain called Backyard Burgers that I think is pretty good. Out of Memphis, uh, Tennessee, yeah. They have a very good uh, flavor. Yeah, I would say that. Exactly. That, that also has a, a kind of a flame, uh, flame world taste to it. So, 
yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and look, uh, you know, a gourmet burger or a home-cooked burger, uh, there's no substitute for that. I, I know, but, but a lot yeah. of us don't have the time nor the ability yeah, yeah. to do that, so I'm wanting exactly. the barrister's stamp of approval. Do exactly. most of your fast food burger options have the same fat content? Um, well, at all, honestly, most of your fat content, your calories and all that are going to come from not just the meat, but it's going to come from your toppings, so your cheese and your okay. mayo, ketchup, you know, some of them have fried onion rings. I would say Hardee's is not a bad fast food burger either. Okay. Um, in my opinion, in some state called Carl's Jr., but it's the same place. So, yeah, I mean... You can look around, you can get a decent fast food burger out there for sure. Well, I just, I know for those of us who are on the go, Matt, it's not easy to go fire up the grill in the backyard at all times, but we still like our burgers. Uh, and excellent. I didn't know if, if all burgers were created equal, at least at the fast no food way. option. No, no, no. I think, uh, shoot, we could, uh, we could have a knockdown drag out over this. <laughs> everybody has their, everybody's has their favorites and everybody has the ones that they would never go near. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna leave. That, I'm gonna leave that alone. But yeah, uh, some some have unique aspects to them. I think a frame grilling or a, a flame a broiling, like a backyard or even a, a Burger King, that'll give it a little bit different taste. And then a thicker burger is uh, is always important to me. So I, I tend to like that. All right. Well, we now know some of the tricks of the trade from the barrister of barbecue, and that would be Matt Herman's kind of recapping his Fourth of July, and then helping us all out when we're on the road like he is oftentimes here on the show and may not have time to get back and fire up the grill, which I'm sure he will do that at midnight. He might get back home at midnight, and he's still going to fire up that grill and cook a real quick snack, right? Any chance, any excuse I get, I will take Okay. Well, some of us aren't quite that hardcore, but if we aren't, he's helped <laughs> us out when our travels across the South. Matt, thank you very much. We look forward to catching up with you again next week, sir. And that will wrap up our y'all show today. We will be right back here for another exciting y'all show Wednesday edition. More from the SEC Media Days. We'll also have our ACC report with Jonathan Lifehite. We've got some coaches from the Atlantic Coast Conference that we'll share audio with you for. All that ahead on Wednesday. Thank y'all for listening to Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. 
Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.